Good morning, America. This is Emily Tarr and Lindsay Reyes with Civics 102. We travel to Washington, D.C. to the National Press Club to discuss Carpenter versus United States. This case concerns whether the Fourth Amendment provides protection against unwarranted searches through cell phone location records. So, what exactly is this case about? In this court case, which began in 2011, the government tracked the data of a suspect in a Detroit criminal investigation, Timothy Carpenter, for several months. Records showed 12,898 points of location data for Carpenter, which is an average of 101 per day over the course of four months. After being convicted, he appealed to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, arguing that the government violated the Fourth Amendment when they tracked his location records on his cell phone without a warrant. The American Civil Liberties Union, along with numerous other organizations, held partial counsel to Carpenter to boost his argument. What did the court rule? Well, a divided panel decided that no warrant is required under the Fourth Amendment. In retaliation, the American Civil Liberties Union became become co-counsel with Carpenter's defense attorney, filing a petition to send to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court agreed to hear the case in June 2017. In a 5-4 decision, the Supreme Court ruled that the government needs a warrant to access a person's cell phone location history. This is protected under the Fourth Amendment, which is the people's rights against unreasonable seizures of property. That's including phone records. What was the government's point of view on this, and what is their argument? The government argued that they needed no warrant for these records. To make their case, they relied on the outdated 1970s legal doctrine that says once somebody shares their information with a third party, or in this case, a cell phone company, then that data is no longer protected by the Fourth Amendment. So, what exactly does the Fourth Amendment protect? The Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution guarantees that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. The word search means to examine, look through, or try to find, which clearly includes examining location records to find a person. These records can reveal an incredible amount of private information about people. What would have happened if the government ruled it legal for unwarranted searches? If the government had allowed unwarranted searches into our technology, then that means a seizure of everything not just location records, emails, prescriptions, records, sites you visited are all privy to the government's prying eye. 
As of 2016, only eight of the 50 states have laws requiring a warrant for all cell phone location information. 14 states don't require any sort of warrant for technological invasion. This not only threatens the privacy of our day-to-day lives, but it also interferes with pri- this also interferes with privacy in the news. Phones have replaced the printing press, and journalists now have a mobile newsroom available with a swipe of their finger. Without a required warrant, the government now has access to everything on that journalist's phone. This not only makes a reporter's job harder, hindering their ability to effectively report a story, but it also threatens journalistic confidentiality, which in turn conflicts with the First Amendment freedoms. New and advancing technologies and their enormous capacities to gather information about people who use them makes it easier for different entities, such as regular users and law enforcement agencies, and assist them in solving crimes. But the fact that everything we can do can be traced digitally doesn't guarantee that the government won't trace our digital footprint unreasonably or as they choose. We shouldn't have to choose between technology and protecting our privacy. How would this case have affected data collection beyond cell phones? If the justices were to apply the government's 1970s doctrine to tracking location data on cell phones, they could access a huge amount of highly sensitive records without warrant. This day and age, our most sensitive records aren't usually stored in our homes and our cabinets. This info is held by third parties. Our emails, phone calls, family photos, health records, and even our daily habits are stored by companies that provide internet service. It is so critical the Supreme Court explained the Fourth Amendment protect these areas of data. What were the other options before the Supreme Court? The other options that the Supreme Court had was to send the case back down to the lower courts for for further consideration. What would be your biggest worry about the government being able to search phones without a warrant? Honestly, my only worry with this would be the information getting into the wrong hands. Information has been stolen by hackers all over the world, such as bank account numbers, social security numbers, identities, and much more. The government doesn't have unhackable security set in place yet. If this information requires a warrant, it is not as easy accessible, and it wouldn't be so easy for hackers or terrorists to get that kind of information. But criminals might not even be the least of our problems. If the government ever happened to turn corrupt, they would be be flush with all our personal information to be used however they like. What are the cons about warranted searches? The cons are that there isn't easy access to finding information in police investigations. Needing a warrant gives the criminal time to erase their tracks. This precious time could have been used putting them behind bars instead. Could the states having different opinions on this topic be a problem?
Yes, because it causes a conflict between state laws. A criminal's records from another state could simply flee to a state where a warrant is not is required, and that could hinder the investigation. This also causes a conflict between federal and state law. Federal law does not require a warrant for searching location rec- records, but certain states do. It irritates the state when federal law completely ignores the requirement for a warrant. One example of this is in 1995, a law passed in Utah that established a database that held prescriptions for certain medications, including those that treat chronic and acute pain, anxiety disorders, gender transitions, and more. This database house housed more than 70 million prescription records and was growing by 5 million records per year. In response to a scandal involving a Utah detective downloading the entire prescription histories of nearly 500 firefighters without a probable cause, Utah legislature amended their law to require a warrant in order to access the database. However, the federal government didn't care. In June 2015, the DEA issued a saponia that was never approved by a judge, demanding reams of prescription from the database. Utah told them to come back with a warrant, but the agency went to court to force the state to turn them over. That's all the time we have today. Thank you for listening.